everyone, and welcome to the South Point Podcast. Thank you for taking the time today to listen. I hope you will enjoy these life-giving stories. For more information, check out our website at www.southpoint.tv. Now, enjoy the podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the South Point Podcast. We have been gone for far too long. But I am excited to be with you all today. My name is Carlos Taylor, and with me, as always, our sound engineer, producer, drummer, awesome person, Katie Mangelari is here with us. What's up, Katie? I'm smiling, but you can't You're smiling. See she it. is smiling. She's smiling back there. You are smiling. Yes. How's it going, Katie? You good? you good? I'm fantastic. We have a new little setup here. We have our cameras rolling, and so hopefully today is our... Kind of like our welcome back show. We've been gone throughout the summer. There's been a lot of things happening. And before I really get into all of the summer, I got to welcome PC is back in the house. Pastor Felipe Wendell (laughs) is back in the house. Muy guapo. You're supposed to say that. El el guapo. El guapo. I uh, am back. I'm glad yeah. to be back. Yes. Hey, he does know a buttload about about the gospel. <laughs> you might think I don't know a buttload of crap about the gospel, <laughs> but, but I, I do. But I do. If y'all haven't seen Nacho and Libre, what's wrong with you? I was, gonna, I was just you? getting ready to say, if you don't know what movie that's <sighs> from, I'm going to have to check your salvation card. Yes. You might want to have to yeah. go watch that. Yeah. It's just necessary. I'm worried about your salvation <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, how's it going? Doing good? Man, it's going really, really well. Summer has been... We're at the end of summer, obviously. The yep. weather, you can't tell, but oh, we are at the end of summer. Hot. And uh, it's been a good summer. So I sick had, of the heat. I had uh, <laughs> a little little sabbatical that I took yeah. that I always take, and that was fabulous. And um, actually took that while we're remodeling the whole lobby and yeah, stuff from our... Yeah, a lot going on. From that going on. So the staff here has just been fun, fantastic. Shout out to the fabulous. staff. Oh, my gosh. We yeah. shouted out the staff uh, two weeks ago on stage. Yeah. And well, well deserved because we have awesome staff here at South Point Church. You butchered my last name, but it, you make it harder you for yourself. You say okay. Say your name, Mangelardi. Mangelardi. I put an extra syllable in Man- there. Mangelardi. I can tell you what I say because I say it all the time. You look like you're Mangelardi. questioning how you say your last name, though. Just then, I say it multiple ways. Okay, so if you have multiple ways, Mangelardi or Mangelardi. I, mean. I thought I said Mangelardi. No, Mangelardi. Yeah. That's all I have to say? You're putting an I after the L. Oh, now you're expecting me to spell things. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just phonetically (laughs) saying your name. I'm I'm not thinking about vowels. Mangelardi. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. See, I was nervous saying it a minute ago. I was like, should I go through the whole thing or just say Katie? (laughs) You just said, "Uh, and we're glad to have Katie with us. Katie's here. Hey, you know, Mangelardi. Can you say it like the real way or is it just... I don't know the real Hey, way. it's Italian. You want to tell them what your name means in Italian? Absolutely not. Come on. The Italians laughed at me. Yes, they did. And it's, in the it's, airport. It's their words, right? Well, yeah. mangi in Italian means eat. Mm-hmm. Mangi mm. means eat. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and Lardy, then. you can guess. <laughs> Lardy. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's so much fun! But yeah, hey, shout out to the Dream Team. Um, so much is going on during the summer. We are remodeling uh, out of not necessity, more more out of force, right? Yeah, it's kind of uh, you know. If you haven't joined us in the last six months, I mean, our our church flooded and flooded because we had an arson. You yes, have to start with that's true arson. Yeah, and then the sprinklers put out the arson, but flooded the church. Yeah. So we've had a fight. We've had. Um, of course, we're on Earth, and so you've got fire and and rain. So all we're lacking is a hurricane or yeah. an earthquake to have earth, wind, and fire. We can have right. the jazz band yeah. together. It wouldn't, but like a month or two before that, we had like this this like blizzard that came through. <laughs> yeah, it's just twenty twenty has carried over. Uh huh. And it's just it hasn't ended. It is still it's still going. It is still going. The mess, the dumpster fire of humanity. Mm. Bah. Uh, how was how was your sabbatical? Was it good? Did you get rest? Did you yeah. get to go away? Uh, I did get to go just away. Just give a little bit of, give everybody just a little insight of what that is like for you. Sure. Because, so, and why it's necessary. Because some people are like, Well, why is the pastor leaving? What does he gotta take a month off for? Yeah. It's wow. important, people. I, it's so important. And I recommend it to other pastors yeah. all the time. Um, I was actually talking to a pastor the other day that has been preaching 
for 40 years. So been he's been senior pastor leading a church for 40 years. Wow. And he's never taken a sabbatical. Um, the most he's taken is a week's vacation. And just so people people might not understand this, you know, but um, for a pastor, a vacation, a one week vacation doesn't really count only right. because we're all we're already thinking about the next week. So we're always thinking about the next. So for me personally, it takes two solid weeks of being off before my brain ever begins to mm-hmm. shut off. And so there's there has to be a de-stressing time. Yeah. And um, the first time I took a sabbatical, I didn't think I needed it. And then after I took it, I realized how much I needed it yeah. and how I look forward to it. And so this sabbatical, everyone that I do is different. Um, there's been some where it's it's very focused on hearing from the Lord or getting a fresh vision or a direction or maybe a little direction about this area. Um, I remember a few years ago I took a sabbatical and one of the main things was just the the vision for the community center and what that looks like. So that was the main thing. This one was different because um, this one was all about me and it was all about my health, my mental health, my emotional health, um, my spiritual health. And so, in fact, at some point, at one point during during the, it, I started feeling guilty for not receiving a word from the Lord. You know, okay, I, I started yeah. getting this. It was just yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm talking to you, Lord, but I haven't like, I haven't written anything down. Like, thus saith the Lord. Like when you're at camp as a teenager, yeah. you're like, you're on day three, going, nothing's happening yet. What is supposed? What is going on? I need to write in my journal, but I don't know. I don't know what to write. And so I was sitting there, and I, I honestly, I was like, start feeling guilty. I'm like. Oh my gosh! I haven't received a word, and and the Lord was like, "Right, that's what we're trying to work out of you. Everything oh. is not getting a word. There has to just yeah. be you. You have to just, just be. be." And he taught and is still teaching me that he's two things. You know, Jesus said he's the Lord of the harvest and he's the Lord of the Sabbath, mm. and you have to have both of those in your life. And I think Americans we stress really hard on the Lord of the the harvest. Everything's going to work, 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 right. and we get pay raises because we work harder, um, but God doesn't give pay raises for working harder. He gives pay raises for a balanced life That's such of a Lord of the Harvest and Lord of the Sabbath. Yeah, The guys who work, and I, I work at a facility that allows a lot of overtime, and most of the beginning of the year we're on mandatory overtime, so it's like, man, I would just rather have my 40 hours to go home. But there's people, if you let them, would work every night, every like 12-hour shifts or 10 hours would be there every night. I'm just like, what are you going to do with all that if you're always mm-hmm. here? Like, what's going on with your family at home? Yeah. What's going on? Like, do you have kids? I mean, I, I always wonder people who just nonstop, just never take a break. And, and I'm always going on in my mind because I know me personally, I want to be home. I want to be able to enjoy things. I want to be able to spend the money I work hard for, right. you know, and do things with. And, you know, even if it's going out to dinner with my family, whatever, I'd like to go do that instead of being stuck in a place where I don't like being there all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and there's kind of this thought process. Um, I had this as a, I still battle this, um, but I'm getting better at it. These are just like personal goals of mine. I used to think that, well, not think, I wanted to make sure anytime somebody came by my house, or stepped in my office or whatever, mm-hmm. that I, they always saw me busy doing something. <laughs> because if I was not doing something, then I was just, you know, yeah. lazy or whatever. And that's just that's ridiculous, you know? Talking, no, let me see you on that hammock back Dude, there, I was right? talking to this one pastor, and he, lived in a pars- he lives in a parsonage like right next to the church. And he said every time there was a knock on the door, he caught, he caught himself. He realized that he would just pick up a book off the end table and have it in his hand so it would look like he was reading. It was upside down. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, just that thought process, you know. I mean, people-pleasing, it's a big deal. Yeah. And it's, it's not a proper way to think. Right. It messes us up. But even thinking that people have to think we're always doing something, that's just not realistic. Right. I mean... And we all need to do nothing sometimes. And you're in a position as a pastor who you get placed in this special category from people, and even even people who don't even go to church believe that pastors should be this or they should only do these certain things. 
and shouldn't be able to enjoy life. And it kind of goes with Christianity in general, where there's a big. I feel like there's probably a big population that says we're not we're not allowed to have fun. Right. That we shouldn't have fun. That we shouldn't enjoy life. That we're supposed to be in miser- misery, and, <laughs> and we're supposed to be suffering the entire time. The more miserable we are, the more spiritual yeah, we are. Exactly. The more yeah. holy. But that's not true. Really. I hate life, so that means I'm holy. <laughs> and the other thing is, you know, you can't be. And this is improper thinking. This I'm not yeah. saying this is right, but people say or come across like you can't be a man mm. and be spiritual. You know, because I think there's, and we try to demasculate, demasculate. What is that word, Katie? Um, Demasculate. De- demasculate. Not. De- I think I'm almost saying about. Damascus. It's not Damascus. That's they want d- us to be less, lesser. We we would be seen as lesser men. Yeah, they want to. It's almost like culture wants to feminize us a little bit and go. soften yeah. us. Yes, soften. And if I'm if I'm too rough around the edges or too manly is the only word I can think mm-hmm. of. But Katie's over there. Googling this and she'll she'll get the right word. Uh, yeah. And I'm lacking my vocabulary, which is a little <laughs> sad right now. But um, demasculinize. Demasculinize. Yeah, that's, that's not what I, I that's was. Word of the day, right? I there. was closer to Damascus. I think demasculinize. <laughs> the road. The road to. <laughs> the road to Damascus. Yeah. Uh, but we have to. It needs to just be. We need to be softer. Yeah. You know, it's just like. No, God made me a man. Well, you know it's not going to be soft. The men's conference is coming up, dude. You know, hardcore, bro. It's going to be <laughs> hardcore. What a plug! Se- yeah, September seventeenth and eighteenth, right? Yes. Friday night, Saturday, and our good friend, friend of the podcast, Josh Turner's coming back. My man, my Isn't that boy. Awesome? That's going to be fun. Yes, there, you can, I believe you should never have a men's conference unless you have to sign a waiver. <laughs> That's just the way it should be. There should be danger involved. You might leave here a little bit bloody. Yeah. Um, I know the activity and the event that we're doing. You know, we always try to do something where we team building camaraderie right. with a little edge of, you know, the there, there could be a little. We're gonna play Kenny, little Kenny Loggins. The and I was, I was, <laughs> I was processing <laughs> this week. I was thinking, should we make them all wear helmets or not? <laughs> I was like, no, we won't wear helmets. Like hard so, hats or actual like helmets? No, like, like actual helmets. But I was like, no, nah, we'll be all right. If somebody wants to wear a helmet, they can, but they signed a waiver. So yeah. I, I think, men, we miss that in our lives. You know, it's yeah. like, I might get hurt doing this. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to do it anyway. That's right. Girls don't understand that, but that's okay. No. That's fine. I mean, you give us good food and, and just something dangerous, and it's always a good time. We like adventure. We yeah. need adventure. Yeah. That's true. This is, and it's a break from day to day. And ladies, if you're watching, sign up your guys. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, we haven't had one in a couple of years, so oh I mean, it's. I'm, I, I missed it. You know, we were yeah. getting ready to do a men's conference. I mean, we had everything ready to go. It was right when it all hit. It was only what two weeks out. I think yep. is when yeah. it when it happened. March twenty something. Yeah, and we had to cancel yeah. church, and then it just snowballed. Of course, we canceled. Yep. Well, the guest speakers that were coming in called and was like, hey, bro, I'm not coming. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, we're doing one. It's only our second one that we've ever done here, although it should be our fourth, be a, third or fourth. It'll be third. Yeah. It'll be a third, third year. Yeah. But it's going to be awesome. The dates, did you say the dates? Yes, yeah, September 17th and 18th, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, sign up on so the So it'll app. be that Friday night and then on to Saturday afternoon-ish. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and you don't have to go to South Point to go t- to come to it. You can right. be from another church. You don't even have to be a church person. Yeah. Um, it's just a great man time hanging out, doing a little learning and a little growing together. Yeah. Got some really cool stuff. And, yeah, if y'all, if y'all miss Josh Turner at all, uh, go back on the archives. That podcast is available. Also, his message from that Sunday he spoke is also available. So you get kind of a double dose of Josh Turner there, and he'll be back. And he's he's been one of my favorite guests that have come through. Uh, we had some awesome guests. We had Ken Hubbard just come back. Yeah. Uh, was it last month, correct? During yeah, it was the last month. Unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these are running together, these books. <laughs> we were in Colossians then. Yes. Yeah. So hope but you guys now, are reading along. But <laughs> and now we've moved on. We're, we're, we're done on. with the prison epistles, for prison letters, the letters from prison yeah. um, for the summer. Um, did you watch the Olympics this summer? I did not. Okay. <laughs> Katie, did you I watch did the not. Olympics? No, I didn't. It, I only heard it. What? What? Did you not like it? You're an Olympic No, it's... it's uh, I watched 
bits. I don't know. It, was, it just didn't seem. <laughs> I like the Winter Olympics better. I do too. Okay, but yeah. I still don't watch them that. I don't watch them that much, but I do watch right. them more than the Summer Olympics. I don't know what it is. Bobsledding. Bobsledding. Yes. I like the 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 big ski jump. Whatever. There's a name for it. Whatever it is. Like the, the, where they go all the way down and phew. yeah, the giant jump Ooh, thing. Uh, but I watch it only for the wrecks. You know, you oh. keep waiting. <laughs> I'm only watching it to see somebody <laughs> wipe out. It's like they jumped this far, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they made the jump. Yeah. Where's the guy that did not make it? The that's, fail. That's army. the reason people watch NASCAR. <laughs> they just waiting to see the cars. The wreck. Right. When's the wreck? Yeah, I, I watched a little bit here and there. It, it like I said, it's just not. Like uh, the some okay, there were some very obscure sports that were being done, and it was kind of really weird. Like, like you had like handball, what? and then you had like a field hockey type deal, and they all kind of were like the same thing. I didn't know. Like that. handball was like basketball, where they had to like bounce the ball, but they were still throwing it into a net. But field hockey was hockey, but just on like dry land. And they're running around with the sticks the same way and trying to get into the net. And I'm like, why do we have all these different, like, there's judo, taekwondo, and karate. Like, Wow. Those are all three separate. They were three separate events. And so I just felt like there was some just obscure, weird things. Like, I watched the badminton. That was fun. Jason Burton was telling me about the badminton the other day and that it was really pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Like, they they get after it. And that little... (laughs) That little sucker's flying all over the place. Was they call it a birdie? Uh, but yeah, I just felt like there was some weird sport, like skateboarding. Why that was introduced? Was that the first time? First year. I thought yeah. that was inter- interesting. I did. I was flipping channels and I came across the skateboarding, and I didn't even know it was uh, the Olympics at first. I was yeah. just like, none of these people look American, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't realize it, and they weren't obviously right. they were from these other countries. And I I watched it for a minute, but I was actually underwhelmed. It yeah. was just kind of like, oh, yeah, uh, that, and that's—I oh, okay. guess that's what my thing was. It was they had like the indoor wall climbing was now like a thing. I like I thought that was just that. a hobby. Like I thought you just went and had fun and went and <laughs> you know you did the indoor rock, rock, rock yeah. wall and there was like some that, that was an like, Olympic event. Yeah, there was something like a really fast, which I was like, okay, I could see that. There was others that they were just like trying to climb up to this thing, and I was like, okay, <laughs> like oh, okay. okay, that's okay. fine, you know. <laughs> So those were usually the things that I noticed. It was like, okay. There was there was one really fun show. It was Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg. They were it were like reacting to the highlights of the Olympics. Uh-huh. That was entertaining. Was that good? Yes. That was actually really funny. So if you have Peacock, it's on there. But other than that, I really didn't watch much else. It was I don't have the Peacock. Yeah. It was kinda underwhelming. It was all it's, it's underwhelming. the Olympics. It's, 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 the Olympics are supposed to be overwhelming, but they're underwhelming. Yeah. It wasn't as good, but um, football's back. Is it officially? You don't care anymore, do you? <laughs> All I love this. <laughs> you know, I I got. Oh, how do I say this? And well, I, I don't even think I can be politically correct on this. I'll just say it. Um, I'll I'll do my best. Yeah. A couple years ago. Yep, I know where you're going. It seemed like. Every sporting event had to all of a sudden involve politics. Everything got political, yes. And yep. I hated it. It yeah. was just like, I I don't watch sports to get my political intake. I watch sports to watch people compete. Yes. You know? Yep. I don't know the outcome, right? Because it's a sporting event. So the unknown and who's going to win, and that's entertaining yeah. to me. And so the entertainment... Took a turn for it should be our escape, political. right? It should be our escape from politics, yeah, from whatever else. And it was just like from stuff painted on basketball courts, football fields, jerseys, to even words that the commentators were using. It was just like, I'm really, I'm, I'm over it. In fact, I watched a whole football game last season, a pro game, muted, just because I just, I was just like, you people are. Are you running much. for it's president? Oh, or yeah. it was just too—it was too <laughs> yeah. much. It was yeah, too, much. too much. I wanted to watch the game, and I, you know, just yeah. muted it. And yeah, I think all sports went that route. And then this season, like especially like in the NBA, they were like, "We're not going to do that again," because they realized that they lost a lot Did of ratings. Did they say that? Yes. Okay. 
they lost a lot of ratings. A lot of things ended up happening. So when you lose ratings, you lose money. Money is it's the machine. The, it's, that's the most the important machine. part. Really. Now the one sporting sport that did not seem to do it, and I did watch that, was hockey. Yeah. So yeah. the Stanley Cup Finals and that hockey's was, fun. That was pretty cool. That didn't seem to be political. Um, there was nothing on the ice except for your general. <laughs> Blue line, red line. <laughs> you know? Your sponsors. Your, your basic sponsors. Yeah. A little Red Bull yeah, here and there. Like Wendy's but... <laughs> and something else or whatever it is. <laughs> no yeah, donkeys that's, or that's, elephants. That is hard. And, you know, I'm just going to just kind of segue into this past Sunday in Rooted. I mean, you talked about community and what is happening now. And it's really happening as far as a major way in social media. It's like a major, major thing. And then people are taking sides. Mm-hmm. And they're taking political sides, they're taking sides on everything from this pandemic, and it's turned to political, and, and should you get a vaccine, should you wear a mask, should you, you know, should you like Coke or should you like Pepsi? I mean, it's really just this massive, crazy thing. And I just wanted to kind of bring that back out again because, you know, you talked about community vibes and Hopefully, we're going to start small groups here next month. We are again yeah. in September, and community is super important. And I, we were out. We missed Sunday last week. You know, we were out for COVID. I didn't have it. My wife had it. But uh, you Thank know, you watching for staying away. Yes, and we stayed away. We tried to make sure everybody was safe. And you know, I had to watch online, and it just was not the same. <laughs> and I'm going to say it over and over again. We went through all this last year and watching online. So I'd say although. It is a great tool, and I'm thankful for that opportunity to be able to watch online yes. because I can still worship and stay safe and listen to my pastor talk mm-hmm. and teach and and bring a good word. Uh, but let's talk about this community thing because it's let's a big it. deal right now. Right? It's huge. I think, and I said this on Sunday, and it's just it's really what's been resonating in me for about mm-hmm. a year, year and a half. Yeah. Just this clamoring for community that's in us. We all want it. The problem is. We're taking the world's solution for community, which is not real community. It's all opinionated based. It's the only reason we're in community, and I'll do air. I'm doing air quotes for those of you that are just listening. The only way we're connected is because we agree. And the minute you disagree, well, then you're no longer in community. That's right. Well, that's not community. Yeah. Community does not have the the overall idea of community is not a you can go in and out at the whim of anybody because. Right. That's not community. Community is, I belong here. I'm rooted here. We can have disagreements. Mm-hmm. We can argue a little bit, but you're not going anywhere, and I'm not going anywhere that's because right. underneath it, I love you, and you love yeah. me, and that's community. And um, I, honestly, I think the church is the only place that you can find real community. Um And I know I am a little biased in that since I am a pastor, Absolutely. but what I see happening in the church at least at South Point, is real community, you know, mm-hmm. conversations that we're not scared to have. Um, like, I had a conversation this Sunday. I definitely will not share who or whatever because that wouldn't be appropriate. Um, but just in the lobby, she she was a, she's a lesbian, and she said, you know, I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not hiding it. It was just like, hey, what do you think about this? And it was just a, it was a beautiful conversation um, where we, we, <laughs> disagreed right but nobody was yelling mm-hmm. nobody was screaming and i just and basically she was saying can we can i still come here and i'm like oh yeah the question is not will i let you come here right. the question is do you want to come here because this is what i believe and that it goes against what you believe okay you, you know what i'm saying yeah, it's just definitely. like why can't we still be in community and just have real conversations and I let her know. I said, "This is what the church believes," because mm-hmm. and these are the scriptures. Yep. Okay. And you and you said that on stage as well on Sunday. You gave our our beliefs of our church and mm-hmm. and you know uh, all the things that we we point to. We believe the Bible is real and the Word of God. Things like that. You all you said. So that's. I mean, you kind of already done that already. If she had sat through the message he or she you're talking to. Um, but yeah, I think she, maybe that person was was thinking, well, he's probably, probably going to kick me out, right? And there's she, a fear in that, right? There's, there's a fear. Is, in there's learning. a fear yeah. in. There's a fear in since I'm different, no matter how you whether you agree with the view or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not even getting into that. I'm just yeah. saying, since I'm different, 
then I'm not welcome here because I'm different from this group. And if you're not welcome because you're different, that's not community. I mean, community is Mm -hmm. diversity in every area coming together under the umbrella of love. And, you know, it's interesting that Jesus said, um, you know, he starts out saying, and you follow this path through the New Testament. We've talked about this before on Sundays, but Jesus said, um, he quotes the law and he says, love your neighbor as yourself, right? That's the golden rule. Right. And then later on, and you look at how it switches from old covenant to new covenant and the, just the life of Christ, obviously, and all that. A lot of teaching. I'm hitting yep, the bullet, buddy. Fine. I'm hitting the highlights. That's he goes fine. from he goes from quoting the law in the Old Testament of love your neighbor as yourself to I give you a new commandment: love your neighbor as God has loved you. And that's different, yeah. Because now it switches gears to I'm not loving you like I love myself because that's that's kind of a a little bit of a selfish view. Mm-hmm. However, I love myself. Right is how I per- perceive it. But now when I love you, I'm being commanded to love you as God loved me. God loved me when I was a screw-up. God still loves me. I'm still a screw-up, right? right? (laughs) And God still loves me, gives me grace, and accepts me. Therefore, I'm supposed to love you, give you grace, and accept you. And it's just a different way to live. But I think unless you have that as a foundation, you're missing the idea of community. Mm -hmm. And our culture doesn't have that. Our culture only bases love on similarity rather than on diversity. But you can't have community without diversity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because if everybody likes the same thing, I mean, it's just it's not fun. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, you talked about going away and getting mentally healthy, and you talked about this as well. You said mentally healthy people. Uh, everybody said they were less men- mentally healthy now than they were a year ago. You said this was last year, right? Yeah. Except for evangelical Christians who go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that something? Isn't that, that fascinating? When you said that, I was like, holy smokes, that's crazy. Yeah, that's but, a Barner research thing. I mean, you can Google it and look it up. And the thing that I love about that study is Barna puts it out there as a graph, okay? So you have this graph with all these different ethnicities, um, how much money you make, where do you live yeah. in the United States. I mean, like, it's very, very, very mm-hmm. detailed. And then, so it's all in this negative. Like, everything is negative, yeah. negative, negative. And then there's just this... I mean, itty-bitty little sliver where you just see a bloop and then right back down to negative. And, of course, you click on it and look and everything, yeah. and it's specific evangelical Christians who attend church wow. every Sunday, not every other Get week. Get your sorry ashes back to church. <laughs> I love that you brought that back, by the way. It made me laugh. <laughs> but bring yourselves back to church. Yeah. Have community with us. If it's not us, as you said, I've heard you say it many times, you will find another church with somebody, mm-hmm. even if they don't like this one. And even if that person you talked to on Sunday said, you know what, this wasn't for me, you know, you probably would have told them, hey, well, you know what, there's tons of choices around here yeah. as we talked about. And I'm very serious in that. Like, tell yeah. me what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I'll help you find a church that fits yeah. that. If you like more liturgical worship, hey, there's some gr- there are some great ones around here. Yeah. Um, if you like teaching rather than preaching, if you, you know, I mean, it's just... So many different varieties. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's one of the problems that we talked about. Yes. We have so many yep. choices. We have that choice paralysis. Bro, how many times have you sat down to Netflix or Hulu oh, and well, look at all the I shows? I got in trouble this past week because we were bored in the house, right? Bored in the house. and We were, we were in the house bored, if y'all, you know, if there's <laughs> out there. And my wife just doesn't. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, she doesn't like anything. She just, she's just <laughs> that person. Go ahead and call she, out Jackie. Yeah, she doesn't listen anyway. It's fine. Um, <laughs> love you. Um, but yeah, we were trying. You know, we have a very select handful of shows that we watch together. And if those shows aren't available anymore, then we're just we're scrolling. Like we're just sitting there scrolling and scrolling. So there we were on Netflix, just scrolling and scrolling, like trying to find something that I might think that she would like. And I I came across uh, it was this healthy eating like documentary thing. And you see Arnold Schwarzenegger on there, and he's talking about his bodybuilder days. And they, I used to eat this much, you know, red meat or these meat steaks or whatever it was. And I was like, well, that looks interesting. And my wife is all about going to the gym, so I'm like, well, we'll click on it. I started it. It turns out it was about plant-based diets and athletes who have done better eating just plant-based diets and things like that. And I was like, 
oh, well, that's interesting, you know, and it was like talking about how bad meat is and everything else, and so I was like, okay, that's fine. I, I love meat. I, I do too. <laughs> and so we only watched about half of this thing and turned it off, went to bed. So the next day, uh, I don't remember, um, I don't know if what I was doing or whatever happened. I think I might have, you know, took the kids somewhere to get out of the house or something. And um, she was like, well, I finished that documentary. I was like, okay. And she's like, and I watched another one too. Like, okay. And she's like, and I wanted you to watch one with me. And I was like, okay. Are you a vegetarian now, Carlos? My wife is. Are you serious? (laughs) What are you letting her watch stuff like that for? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. You got to pre-watch this stuff, dude. You can't set your wife free like that. I didn't know this was going to (laughs) happen. This is what happens when you're trying to church hop people. I'm telling you, you're going to find the wrong church. You're going to end up being a vegetarian. <laughs> Not really, but still. Oh, my goodness. You just died, you just died <laughs> picking a church to vegetarian. Oh, oh it's my that God. awful. Look, if you're a vegetarian and you're listening, we love you. You're awesome. Come if to you're a vegetarian, you only had enough energy to push play. <laughs> They're still listening because they don't have enough energy you to push play. You don't have to do nothing else. Just listen. Okay, just listen. Uh, so that did happen. That happened this past Sunday. Uh, well, not this past Sunday. You talked about this past Sunday, but that happened. We were watching Netflix, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" I, yeah. One of my friends sat told me last week, actually, which is what made me tell think of connecting Netflix to that was he he said it was Hal Hardy, one of my, my friends, yeah. pastors in outside Atlanta. Um, he said he sat down and was watching previews on Netflix yeah. of different movies and shows. And realized he had been doing it for an hour and a half. (laughs) And his wife came in. And the reason he even realized his wife came in and said, what are you doing? You've been in here for an hour and a half and you haven't watched a single show. He was just adding them all to his kids. He was just Just watching them. (laughs) No, not that one. That looks pretty good. No, that was good. That's a day. You know, there's a feature now on Netflix. And Netflix does not sponsor this podcast. Although if they want to, that'd be great. uh, Where there's a point on the menu where you can randomly, it will say place something with the like little random like logo. I've seen that. I've never had the guts to play. I haven't either. (laughs) But it's on there. Have you so, pushed it, Katie? Absolutely not. Yeah, it's like, it's I don't know. Yeah, right. Maybe what is there's it some be? algorithm that says, this is what you would probably like. Isn't there something like that on Google where you can just do um, surprise me or something? That used to be on there. I don't I know think if they the, take Yeah, it. I think it was on Google, yeah. You could type in whatever and hit surprise me. And surprise would, me, and yeah. it would just like, what? yeah, it's over to the side. It was like this little button. It might not be there anymore, I'm but not, yeah, it was. Sure if it is. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's get back on track. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but you talked about mental health. And mental health is on the forefront of all the media right now. If you look yeah. at some of these athletes, and we talked about the Olympics. Simone Biles was one of them who, at the at the Olympics, kind of had a mental breakdown, and she didn't compete, and it was for a whole other reason. But So that thing is, that, that is coming out now as people are figuring it out. I, I kind of – Equate it to like concussions. Remember, like twenty years ago, like you got a concussion, it didn't matter. Like, oh, your head hurt for a week, and you went right back in, yep. and like hit your head again, and it was okay. But now it's like it's a big deal because it's like, hey, this is actually really important. Well, mental health has come across and on the forefront of of things, and so, folks, if you're struggling, I mean, seriously, come to church, mm-hmm. find community, find friends. You talked about that, the importance of friends, and. I've gone through times where I've been like, well, I ain't got, I ain't got nobody to talk to. Yeah. Mental health right and now. And as men, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think as no, men, it's harder for us to, to admit that sometimes. It's like, I ain't got nobody to talk to because I don't want to go talk to anybody. Right. Yep. I think it's harder for men to talk to somebody than it is for ladies. Um, I don't know why that is. I'm only saying that because I'm a guy. Right. Right. I mean, so I'm yeah. only speaking from my own perspective, obviously. <laughs> right. Never been a lady. Never yeah. identified nope. as one. I'm a guy. So... Um, but mental health is, I, th- I think mental health right now is the frontier of ministry. Um, we've gone through different decades of, and, and this is still real, like physical healing and yeah. the physical body. And there's been a lot of focus on that, um, which again is totally fine. We need healing in our bodies, right. but I really see mental health being a fr- uh, the frontier, the new frontier of ministry and what the, the Lord's wanting to work on because there's so much of it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not a joke, you know, it's legit, it's real. And it's not something that, um, 
you know, and I know you've heard this before. Somebody says they have a cold, and we're like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, I'll pray for you. Or, you know, I got COVID. Okay, I'll pray for you. Um, and that's all physical, and we don't think anything about it. But when somebody says, man, I'm having this mental issue, or I'm depressed, or I'm, I just got diagnosed as bipolar, or, you know, whatever whatever it is, there's there seems to be this pushback like, oh, oh, that's that's unfixable yeah. or I don't understand that. There's just this yeah. pushback. Even when I worked in the school, I worked in the county school system for, um, I think five years working with, um, handicapped individuals, um, special needs individuals. And some of them that I worked with were physical handicapped and some of them were mental handicapped or emotionally handicapped. And it was interesting dealing with other people that would come in, other students, um, or other adults that were unfamiliar with that, mm-hmm. you could see if, if a kid was in a wheelchair, for example, and it was just a physical ailment of some type, there was no there was no barrier. You know, the person was just, hey, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if somebody had a mental or emotional um, handicap or disability, there there was this you're almost, barrier. You're almost, almost panic inside, like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, here? I don't I don't know what to do. Yeah. Is it because we can't see it? Ma- is it that okay? Is it that I'll answer your question with a question? <laughs> is it that, or it freaks us out because we don't know how to relate? Yeah. Because I can't I see your one. thoughts. I can't see yeah. what's going on in you. Like you're saying, if you're in a wheelchair, you have a broken leg. I mean, like super simple. You're still thinking like I'm thinking. I have empathy for your you right. and your broken mm-hmm. leg. Right. I can't have empathy for you when I I can't even comprehend. Yeah. How you're thinking or feeling right. is just different. Um, I never understood. I, I never understood panic attacks that people would say that. I, I, yeah. I never doubted it. It wasn't like, oh, you're Absolutely. lying. I didn't have that yeah. mentality. It was just, I never really had the empathy, not sympathy, but empathy towards that because I just had never had one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had one one day, oh. and it was. After it all happened and everything, it was actually, well, well if people understand this or not, that's yeah. fine. I'm just going to say it. Um, it was actually a gift from the Lord. I don't have panic attacks. Um, but because I had that that day, I was able to minister to somebody. It was actually on a Sunday on the way to church when oh, it wow. happened. <laughs> and um, I was, when I, if you've ever had a panic attack, um, yeah. You know, it's this freak out moment. You feel like you're dying. Yes. Your heart's <laughs> racing 100 miles yeah. an hour. Um, Chest gets all hot and burning and hard to feel bre- like you're going to... Oh, have you had one, Katie? No. <laughs> she looked it up. She looked up the definition. But anyway, I, I barely I barely got to church. It was one of the rare oh. Sundays where I rode by myself. Patty and I rode separately for whatever reason. Ooh, and, in the car. And I got to church. I was, I mean, in the offices and I'm... I'm I'm freaking, you know, I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. like shaking and all this. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying, God, this doesn't, this is not me. You know, this doesn't even yeah. make sense. And then walking through the old bowling alley to go to the church, um, it just stopped like that. And I'm like, what the junk is going on? <laughs> and I felt like the Lord said, he said, that's so you'll have empathy. And that was all. And then that Sunday, that day, um, I the Lord just brought somebody into my path that was dealing with that. They had a serious mental wow. disturbance that was going on. And the only way I could understand what they were trying to explain yeah. to me was because he allowed me to go through that. So so it was a beautiful prayer time, and Absolutely. I mean, it was just a really cool thing. All that to say, people have those, but when we can't see it or think it or feel it, we have a hard time. We can't have empathy. Right. And so I think there's a pushback there. But that doesn't mean... Even if we don't understand or have that connection, that doesn't mean we should not um, step into it, you know, mm-hmm. and give love and help and do whatever we can do. Sometimes the best thing to do is just to be there for somebody. Yeah, that's it. Um, you may not know what to do, absolutely. but at least you're there. What? Say so you may not know what to do, but at least you're there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there plenty, and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm here. Yeah, it helps just more me. times than not. Yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, I'm kind of with you on that because I didn't. Ha- I've never had a panic attack until a few years ago, and it was like it was because I had a wreck. I had a car wreck, bad wreck, on the interstate, and then the next time I drove, and I had the wreck while it was dark and raining, 
So the next time I had to drive while it was dark and raining, I about lost yeah. myself, like dr- just trying to. And I was, I looked at the speedometer. I was the thing was just going way down because <laughs> I would, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna go fast. I'm gonna go as slow as possible. I'm gonna get it, you know. And I was trying to get through that same turn. And there was one other time where I felt the car kind of like, you know, that little hydro, yeah. like, uh, huh, and it was just. You know that weird feeling you get, like your stomach just yeah. jumps in your yeah. throat. Oh my gosh, that was. And the then worst your legs thing. get all jelly. Yes. Feeling. Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so, I definitely didn't have them until then, and it was like, oh, that's what that feels like. And I understood what you meant just then, because if if that ever happened, then there was no, yeah, I wouldn't know. Right. And a lot of people deal with things way different. A lot of people deal with anxiety, with depression, with you know, morning issues, whatever it might be. Everybody deals with it so different. And so you never know, like you said, you know, it's because they don't know how, you don't know how they're thinking. Yep. And it's so hard. That connection. Yeah, but once have, you have the connection, you really do get it. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm, I say I'm thankful for that panic attack. <laughs> um, I, I call it a Holy ghost induced panic attack. Cause yeah. I really feel like that was a setup to be able to minister to that, yeah. that man. Thanks Jesus. <laughs> He's he good like that. Ain't he? <laughs> Um, because now I can honestly say I wouldn't wish that on anybody. No. You know, I mean, no. I, I had compassion before, but not empathy. So, yeah. So those of you out there um, dealing with any kind of mental issues, seek counseling because that's okay. There's some great. You can be a Christ follower. Let me say that over again. You can be a Christ follower. You can be a Christian. You can come to church every Sunday and you can have a counselor, and that's okay. How about this? You ready for this? Yes. I'm a Christian. I'm a pastor, both together. Yeah. Um. At, at the same time. At the same time. At the same time. <laughs> You're still employed. You haven't lost this card yet. I have <laughs> not yet. Not yet. And I have okay. I have a marriage counselor, and a therapist. Yep. And um, I'm still a Christian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm still a pastor. You know, we need these these. And the world people. doesn't have to be collapsing on you to to go seek counseling. Right. In fact, and the marriage I've called counselor... you. I've called you for help before, because I'm like, I gotta call somebody that's a lot wiser. I was, I was about to say older, but I wasn't gonna go that route. You can go older. <laughs> I embrace my age. But I was like, okay, I look bad for 35. No, you look good. Yeah, for I'm older 35. than you are, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a thing of like, okay, I need to talk to to other men who have possibly dealt with this or may not have dealt with this before, but can possibly help me walk through it. And that was a really hard phone call. Because and I'm a guy. community. But yes, yes. But I know that I'm like, okay, I got I got guys like Craig Wendell. I got guys like Craig Howell. I can call Pastor O.C. Those y'all who, I can call some of these guys and say, or I can text some of these groups I'm in, go, hey, guys, I need it. Mm-hmm. I need you today. Yep. And that's all it takes. It's all it takes because we're in community. Yeah. So you reach out and all of us are like, "Yeah, dude, what's up? What yeah. can I do for you? Exactly. How can I? How can I help you? Yeah. If it's just a conversation, then that's a, that's great. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need. Full circle. Full community. Circle. That was good, wasn't it? So hey, uh, get your roots planted. Yes. If they're not planted at South Point, that's okay. If you're watching, you're planted somewhere else. Thank you for watching and listening. Uh, keep yourself there. And like you said, uh, you said this past Sunday. Uh, through growing pains, and they might get mad about something you might say, and they might like something you might say the next week. You, know, you just never know, and um, that's important that you stick with it. Mm-hmm. And if you're not on this dream team that I get to serve alongside with every Sunday, jump in, Come jump on, into man. that community because that's jump a in, great baby. community to be a part of. I love our dream team. I get to be a part of ABLO. I get to do this right here. Um, and it's not that I have to, it's I get to. Yeah. You know, and it's so much fun. I love it. Um, come worship with us. And next week you're talking about fruits. No, I, I said that wrong you, on Sunday. Oh, so no. We are talking about <laughs> fruits, but it's the last week. Okay. So this Sunday we're talking about soil, the soil of it. Ah, okay. The next week we'll be pruning and using the verse in that's John. The hard, that's the hard one. With a Talk, special guest. Yeah, well, not a special guest, Tina Tatum. <laughs> Tina Tatum. Yeah. But talking about, and this is a profound thought. Um, he prunes the fruitful branches. A lot of times we think he only prunes the things that are not growing, and right. that's not what it says. Um, so we're going to talk about pruning, and then the last week is talking about fruit and the flowers. This week, I don't know when this podcast is going to going to drop, but some might listen before or after. You, this week, uh, yeah. we'll 
is possibly one of the most inspiring messages I've written in a long time. Awesome. Um, just talking about our destiny and what's in us. And we're the ones, the soil that we put around the seed is what hijacks our destiny. And we're the ones that hijack it. Never God. God wow. is waiting on us. So hopefully you'll come this Sunday and be inspired. Inspired. Yeah. Be here, and uh, like you said, we have a guest coming up, Tina Tatum. Yep, and uh, we're hoping actually to have Tina on this podcast coming up as well. So that would be a joy. Be, it's gonna be fantastic. So, She's cool. Yep, uh, y'all stay tuned. Uh, we are not done yet. We're not done yet. But wait, but wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> go, go ahead, if you will. Beep, 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 beep. All right. Uh, today is a different type of game. We're gonna do fact or cap. For those of you who do not know, Carlos, what that means, what's cap? I didn't know. Listen, it's this how I, I'm way behind on certain things. And I was watching a message. There's a pastor there named Robert Madu who's in Dallas, and he had a message series called Cap or something like that. And he explained it, and I was like, "Oh, it was when that re- you know that revelation <laughs> came around in my head." And I was like, "Oh, that's what that means." No cap. Uh, if it makes you feel better. I had to Google it. Yeah. Did so, you really? I did. My son taught that to me. I think. Three years ago, I asked him something. He was like, I said, is that true? He went, no cap, Dad. I went, what? Huh? <laughs> no cap. I said, I don't even know what you're saying. What does that mean? What does that mean? So he explained it to me. Uh, cap means uh, lie, right? Yep. Like when you say no cap. False. Then, uh, like, that's true. So uh, factor cap, uh, alone is better than together. Is this is this? I want well, you, you to give me how some you, guidelines here. Is this me personally? You personally, this is how you feel about this statement. Alone is better than together. together After all, we who? just talked about. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess that could have been different. Yeah, that could have been different. I say in in a general, uh, we'll just say in the church world, alone is better than together. Together is better. Yeah, so that's so, a cap for you. That's a cap. Yeah, yeah there are. <laughs> I didn't think about it when I wrote that out. I, didn't, I was like, yeah. You know, now that I read it again, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've yeah, been taking work away. On your, <laughs> work on your wording there, Carlos. Who am I? Yeah, okay. Well, even even if you say you and your wife alone is better together, so it just depends on how you want to say it. But yeah, I like being alone. I need to be alone, yes. but I recognize I'm a better man when I'm together. That's great. I'm a better person with when I'm with others. Katie? Together. Yeah. Together. <laughs> uh, you're the type of person who will ask for help when it's needed. <laughs> Cap. <laughs> I, I, I would like to say... That's true. As that is a real. Str- the struggle is real. The str- as we're gonna bruh, say, the struggle real. You really know what I'm saying? Getting, yeah. It is. I know I'm supposed to ask for help. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, I won't. Mm-hmm. And then when I do ask for help, and if I get shot down, oh, it really. I asked a, that's another. Even, that's devastating. I asked another guy for help a few weeks ago on something, and it was something at the house that I didn't know how to do, you know. And I said, "Hey, can you can you come over and help me do this?" And he's like, no, I can't. I, I'm busy. I'm doing this, this, and this, which is fine. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm, people are busy. That's fine. And no is a complete sentence. Yeah. However, it took a lot for me to ask for help. Yeah. So I was just like, forget it. I'll look it up on YouTube. And I taught myself on YouTube. <laughs> it would have been easier if he'd have yeah. come help, but YouTube worked. So Yeah. Well, I made it a minute ago. It, it took a lot just for me to call you. And uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to say the same. I'm same with you. Yeah. i I will not ask for help if I don't have to. Here's here's one of my favorite sayings that I've learned um, reading it in the book, and it said, what's the bravest thing you've ever said? Help. Help, yeah. That's, it's, it takes That's bravery so to say it. It does, man. it really does. Katie, are you the person to ask for help? No, but I'm getting better at it. What is with it, guy or girl? We all struggle asking for help. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm guilty it's or whatever. our own brain. Because we want to prove to ourselves that we can do it. That makes sense. Okay, that's your perspective. Mine is... Uh, this is a moment of... Uh, yeah, peel back the layers on Craig. Um, I don't want to show weakness or vulnerability. There. Okay. Yep. You don't yep. want to be demas... How, how, what is it? Damascus. Damascus. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't want to be Damascus. I want to be New York. Demasculine. I don't remember how you said Demasculatize. it. Demasculatize. Demasculatize. <laughs> no. Mangelai <laughs> Demasculinize. Demasculinize. Yeah. That's a vocabulary That's word. That's hard. And that, yeah. And that goes just along with everything. And we talked about that earlier, but as a man, that is a big deal because we've been taught our whole lives to be a man. Mm hmm. And we don't, don't need help. Do it yourself. And if you play any kind of sports in high school or before that, like you showed no weakness. It mm-hmm. was, it was like Cobra Kai showed no mercy. It was you <laughs> Cobra <never> did. Kai. <laughs> um, you have the tendency to speak before thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really? I mean, we already know that. Yes. Yes. That is that is <laughs> no cap. Fact. That is a fact. fact. Um, the older I get the more I am trying to slow down and think before I speak because I've had to walk out many consequences <sighs> of there's just the dumpster fire that you create yes. when you speak before you think. I think so. I worse with that with my wife and it gets me in trouble a lot. For example, this oh, new vegan dude, trip that oh, we're God. on, she says, wait, yeah, wait vegan or vegetarian? Or vegetarian, whatever she's trying to do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go with she said, um, so where are you taking me to lunch? This was yesterday. She said, where are you taking me to lunch? And I said, without without a single pause, I said, there's some grass outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That was how, not the right answer. How did that go over, Carlos? To what yeah, think? that went over great. That was not the right answer. When I see her, I'll say the same thing. <laughs> uh, you know... Listen again. If you're a vegetarian, if you're a vegan, we love you. I don't. Um, <laughs> horror movies are fun. Cap. I do not like horror movies. I do not. Absolutely not. Nope. Do nope. not like them. Uh, there's nothing like going to a live concert of your favorite band. Cap. It's cap for you. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a concert, you're fan. Not a concert I, guy. I'm okay with concerts. I've been to several or whatever. Did that change? Or did you? Have you always been like you? Nah, or at a younger stage where you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go. Well, I mean, in high school, I went to several concerts, yeah. you know, um, and it was cool. And the concerts I go to, they're, I mean, they're fun and they're cool, and there's still some that I'll go to now. Um, I'll go to concerts now, and it's good if it's the kind that's like at the Levitt Shell here, where it's. I get to sit in a chair the whole time. Okay, yeah. I don't have to go up there and you know scream and dance and jump. I just <laughs> let me let me listen to the music. You know, I enjoy that. Okay. Um, but just all the work it takes to get there and get a ticket and then to sit there and then you go home when you can just open up Spotify and listen to the band. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the it's same. Not the you, same. I I love. Yes, I'm a big concert goer. Katie. It's not so much fun for me anymore, being an audio engineer. Oh, okay, yeah. Because there's always something. You're picking it apart. Oh, yeah. Okay, I did that. I did that a couple weeks ago. We went to the worship conference in, in Franklin, Tennessee, Nashville area, and I did that. Like, it's not that I wanted to do that. <laughs> I, it, just... it, it was kind of like you talked about earlier. You didn't hear a word from God. The whole time, I'm like, I'm supposed to be here to f- refresh and enjoy and learn, and then there was a lot of technical difficulties that they were having, and I was just like, "Who's running the slides right now? Where's <laughs> Kelly and Bree? Like, can they not?" Hi- and like, I'm the whole time, di- and you know, and I knew it was a distraction, and I distracted the people around me, but it was like I couldn't help it because it was a conference for people who are in worship ministry, who sing, who do tech, so it was geared towards us. And I say us, the people who yeah. all AVLO. Y'all, not me. But and yeah. it was like, it's geared towards us, and they're like not having a good time. <laughs> I mean, that just goes to show you what all of us deal with. Yeah, and I texted normal. I texted Katie and Katie, and I said, if it ever makes you feel better, they're having a lot of issues here right now. <laughs> there you it, go. it did. Now, if it's that way for you tech people, imagine as a pastor going to another church. Oh, yeah. So every time I go to another church, it's constantly, it's a struggle. The struggle's real, bro. It's just, it's that, because it's what you do. You're looking at everything. 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 I have that unfortunate gift, I guess. I don't know if that's a spiritual gift or not, but of of observing the room. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I just, 
Sometimes I can't let myself just enjoy uh, worship. Or I want to go home. <laughs> uh, you have no problem sitting through long meetings. Where's oh. Jason when I need him? Cap. Big cap. Big cap. I am a solid meeting goer for one hour. <laughs> I, I got one hour, and I think she can even attest to this. I'm done after that. Yeah. You check out. I. Sometimes if I'm running the meeting, I just we're done and I get up and leave, which I think everybody appreciates. That. Yeah, I, I just I'm not a big long meeting person at all. Ugh. Um, you never work on the weekends. I always work on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. That's Sunday. That's a big so that's a cap. <laughs> cap. My week. Well, it depends. My weekend is not like everybody else. My weekend is Friday and Saturday. My work week starts, and the staff here, you know, our week starts on Sunday. Yep. Um, that's the start of our work week because Sunday is what you know. It's what it's a lot of what yeah, we do. Absolutely. Um, so we are thankful for that. Even the office, all of that is Sunday through Thursday. So Friday is Sabbath. Try <laughs> to do absolutely nothing on Friday, and then Saturday I have some things like prayer or whatever. But yeah. it's five days you work um, for somebody else. One day you rest or work for yourself. Basically, yep. you know, you're taking care of yourself, and then another day you're you're working for just manhood life. You're just doing stuff, mowing yep. grass or whatever family stuff it's good for you bro good for you uh yeah that's important take a break take a sabbath we can't keep talking about that more enough or i don't think i I said that right (laughs) enough more enough uh hey yeah take your sabbath you know rest refocus refresh get back at it uh last one podcasts are a great way to pass the time and learn new things you shouldn't. You shouldn't be thinking this hard about that because we're on one right now. <laughs> we learned a new word today. We yeah. did. Yes, we did. We did. To me, podcasts are not okay. This is just how I look at podcasts. Perfectly I'm different. Fine. I'm you my are. own person. You are. Podcasts are great entertainment for me. You're a book reader, but I'm a book reader. Yep. Yeah. I what are you like, reading right now? Oh, always got to ask. I never remember the names, <laughs> so I, you know, it's like because um, I just read all these books, so. I just started reading this brand new book called The Human Operating System, which is pretty cool. And then there's a guy named Lewis Smeeds. Probably never heard of him. I'd never heard of him either. He's passed away. He's this old pastor dude that's just like one of those non-famous rock stars of the faith. You know, oh, wow. Just lived a, lo- yeah. a, well, a good life and did great. And he, I'm reading his biography. And then... Shout out to one of my good friends, Steve Carter. Um, he just wrote a book. It just came out, The Thing Beneath the Thing, talking about mental and emotional health and digging deep. Keeps coming back. On yourself, yeah, and soul care and that type of thing. Um, it just came out yesterday. Give it a read, so I'm reading that. And then a book that I'm reading that is a slow read because it's a little bit, it's a little heady for he's me. I'm adding to, books as he's going on here. Successful aging. Yeah, so I, it, well, I brought my Kindle this time so I could actually, or my iPad, <laughs> so I could remember the titles. Um, but you guys know I try to keep five books going at a time because it just works well for me. But I'll stop that talking. Five my, more than I normally read. Brain. I'll stop. I like reading. No, I like no, reading books. No, that's good. And I ask so that people can get recommendations if they want to read some yep. books. Or Successful so. aging is a. I've quoted it a few times on Sundays. It's written by a neurologist, and just the different stuff about our brain and how it works. It's fascinating. You know, that's awesome. So I do like learning about that stuff. It fascinates me. But there are podcasts for that too. You know. <laughs> There's also YouTube to learn There's how to do some stuff. Netflix, yes. but I still like to read. There's books. Probably some Netflix documentaries too, but I, I wouldn't recommend that at all at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Pastor Craig Felipe. Felipe, that Pastor was like your, Felipe. Pastor Felipe. That was your name in Honduras, right? Yes, because my middle name yeah. is Philip, and That's right. they can't pronounce Craig. So it came There's out no as Pastor. There's no Spanish translation. For no, Craig. it came out as Pastor Crap. And the first time they introduced me at a church as Pasta Crap, I went, Felipe, I'm going to go by Felipe. Felipe. Uh, Thank you, Pastor Felipe, for returning and coming back with us. No problem. Uh, Thank you all for joining us, this awesome podcast. Thank you for downloading. Don't forget to tell all your friends. Hit that subscribe button. Rate and review us. And uh, we're available everywhere. And why don't they share it, Carlos? Share it. Share it on their social media. Please share it. Do it. 
Uh, don't forget to follow South Point on all social media. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, what did I miss one? YouTube. YouTube. Oh, yeah. Subscribe and that's where YouTube. they can actually view the video of this yep, we're gonna podcast. Put a, yeah, we're going to put that on YouTube. So it's going to be great. All so right. thank you all. Y'all have a good day. Bye. You can buy my son's Dr. Pepper wall from him. It's just cans. What is hundreds and teenage boys do? They do that. He saw it on TikTok and just was like, "I'm gonna do that." And so his closet, it's a it's a U, you know, and it's got a shelf up there, and it is the entire thing. From shelf to ceiling, which is probably about like that, and it's multi. I don't know how many layers deep it is. It's not just one. It's they're just cans. Just cans. My Dr. cousin did that with monster cans. Like, what's the fascination? That's a lot of storage <laughs> space that he's wasting. <laughs> yes, because we're older, we think yeah. like that. He's like, like I- wait a minute, I could put some stuff up there. <laughs> that kid.